Welcome to Self Love Tarot, a podcast about enriching our lives through practical spirituality, self love, and the tarot. I am your host, Gretchen Evangelista. You can follow this podcast on Instagram at Self Love Tarot. Thank you so much for joining the show today, everybody. Okay. Hey, guys, how are you? Um, I just want to start by saying that I'm recording right now with my little puppy dog, Bo, here. She's resting at my feet, but I wouldn't say she's resting because she's just chewing on anything that is anything. So I apologize in advance if there's some ruffling, if she starts to bark. I'm going to try to mute it as much as I can or um, do something with the audio mixing to make that a little less startling. Because like, sometimes I'll be deep into my own thoughts or deep into writing something. And then all of a sudden, she'll just bark out of nowhere and scare the crap out of me. So I'm hoping she's not going to do it for this episode. But I just wanted to give you a fair warning there. But all right, so how are you guys? I I know last episode, I just told you guys that I had just moved to Austin. So it's a new environment, new people, new surroundings, new everything. And I just wanted to share a little bit more about that with you. Like, I didn't know anything or anyone in moving here. It was honestly just something that I felt like I needed to do for myself. Um, My closest relatives live a couple hours away. They live in Houston. And, you know, coming from the East Coast, where I was born and raised with family constantly surrounding me, and always living within like a couple miles of where I was, this was definitely a huge change for me. It was like a little birdie flying out of the nest and just going to Alaska or wherever birds go. <laughs> and you know what? Like if if you are going through something similar, if you're going through a transition, going through a major change like this, I want to just be there for you and just tell you that it is okay to be scared. From firsthand experience, from someone who's going through it, it's okay to be really really scared. It's okay to feel like the new girl and not know your way around town and not have any clue of where you are, where to go or anything. And when we're feeling very vulnerable like this, it can make us remember and revisit so many old wounds that we thought we were done with. So To anyone who's going through a major life change like this, whether you've moved across the country or maybe you've changed your job or maybe you've just had a baby, it can be changes that are good changes. But any change to your brain automatically means danger because it's such unfamiliar territory. So regardless of if it's a favorable change or not, it's normal for your brain to start freaking out a bit. And another thing that I've been experiencing or that I had experienced when I first got here was this sense of loneliness. I remember when I first started my job here in Austin, I came home and cried because I missed my old coworker so much. And, you know, to go to another workplace and see all of them, you know, 
getting along, laughing, joking with each other since they've known each other for so long. And for me, knowing full well that I had that, I had that sense of connection too, and I chose to leave it behind, it was incredibly heartbreaking for me. And it's not like my new coworkers were ostracizing me or, you know, making me feel unwelcome because they were actually so incredibly nice to me from the get-go. But I was just feeling a whole boatload of emotions and I honestly spent the first couple of weeks not really interested in interacting with any of them. Like, I would show up, I would be there for work, I would join conversations when necessary or when people asked me questions, obviously. But I just could not give them any of my energy. Like, for example, I ate lunch in my car a lot of those days because I really just wanted to be by myself. And, you know, I felt this incredible sense of loneliness and I just wanted to stay lonely. I wanted to stay in that emotion. I really didn't care about making friends at the time because I was still grieving my old life. And I look at that and I bless that experience. I truly do. I'm so glad I didn't force myself to make friends sooner than I wanted to. I'm so glad I didn't push myself to feel more positive when I really didn't. And to be able to do that, to allow myself to feel all my feelings, all my negative emotions, I'm incredibly proud of myself for that because That's something that I've been working on for a while in my own self-love journey is to accept all the emotions that come up for me and allow myself to feel everything that I feel. And building this up for myself, it also required me to have a conversation about it with my boyfriend. Last year was difficult for me. I'm sure last year was difficult for so many people for a variety of reasons, right? Um... But last year was also the year that I decided to move in with my boyfriend. And even though that was something I was so excited about, I had been looking forward to it for months. It was definitely the step that we both wanted to take together. There was one issue that had popped up for me personally. And I was so used to being alone and by myself. And I will admit, loving myself was so much easier when I was by myself. And I was by myself with my own thoughts. I could break it down in my own head and really sink into these feelings. But then when we moved in with each other, now, you know, I had got, I had this amazing human being that I was living with there to witness all of my moods and emotions and everything that goes on with my day. And for some reason, I felt like I had to put on an act and this happy face and hide how I really felt about everything because I felt like if I was truly honest about how I felt sometimes, he would probably think I was crazy or, you know, overly emotional. And so I did that for a while without really knowing that I was doing it. And I felt like something was off, but I couldn't put my finger on it. But anyways, fast forward to the past few months recently, I had to have this conversation with him and I literally was like, I want to be more real with my emotions and, you know, I want to cry when I feel like crying. I want to go through all of these negative emotions when they come up and handle them myself And like, that's just how I am. That's how it's just going to be when you're living with me is like, 
you're going to see these raw things that I don't really share with a lot of people. And like, I just presented it. I put it on the table. I'm like, this is what you're going to have to deal with if, or you're going to have to accept if you want to be in a relationship with me and you want to live with me and for this to continue. And he was <laughs> so gracious about it. He didn't even think it was really an issue. It was more like I was feeling like it was an issue. And one of the distinctions that I wanted to make with him is like, you know, if I'm crying, I don't want you to act like there's anything inherently wrong. Like sometimes I'm crying just because I need to cry and nothing needs to be fixed. Nothing is wrong. I just need to cry. And especially like when I watch particular TV shows and movies, like we watched um, the, what was it? The, the Witcher, the animated movie, The Witcher on Netflix. And I cried at the end of it. <laughs> and I'm like, nothing is wrong. That was just so emotional and so touching. And I just wanted to cry. And, you know, since then and having that conversation and also allowing myself to just feel what I need to feel has really taught me a whole new level of self-love. So I just wanted to share that with you guys because it's such a valuable lesson to know that we don't have to be so happy and positive and all the sunshine all the time. I am certainly not. Just by sharing those stories with you, I'm certainly not. And it's okay to feel all the feelings. It's okay to not want to socialize. It's okay to eat alone in your car. It's okay even when you are undergoing good changes in life improvements. Because any type of change, even if it's good change, is still hard for your brain to process. And sometimes we just need to allow our brains to freak out about it temporarily and allow ourselves a little grace with our emotions. All right, so that's, that's my little tidbit here for the show and what I wanted to share with you guys, but let's get on with the show. So with all of that being said, if you are going through a rough time yourself, feeling lots of intense emotions, feeling loneliness, despair, fear, I want to share with you one creative, fun, powerful way to create more support in your life. And as someone who has never lived more than 20 minutes away from her family and friends for her entire life up until recently, having a support system that works has been at the forefront of my brain. So today we're going to be diving deep into creating your own tarot support team. So what is a tarot support team? Well, it's exactly what you think it is. It's your tarot support team. I want you to pick up your favorite tarot deck. Pick up that deck that speaks to you and intuitively choose your tarot support team, which are the cards that you are naturally drawn towards that you have no doubt in your mind are cheering for you in the stands. It is raining. It is cold. It is in the middle of the winter, but they are still out there cheering for you. Those cards that just ooze with that natural encouragement. For example, let me just tell you the ones that are on my team. All of the queens, queen of cups, queen of pentacles, queen of swords, queen of wands, they are all on my support team. The star is on my support team. She's the one that shows up and shows me what grace looks like in my life. 
the fool is on my support team. He's the one that tells me to stop overthinking and to just go for it and to have faith. Judgment is on my support team. She encourages me to go beyond myself, my tiny little self-concept, and serve the world with my own unique gifts and talents. And just by seeing who's on my support team and what guidance they offer to me shows you guys the words and guidance I lean on on a regular basis. And so this will be different for everyone and the messages will be fluid. Like the fool to me won't feel like the fool to you. So it'll all really depend on who you are, what you're looking for, what kind of guidance you want. And it's important to treat them like these fluid beings, almost like people, and not having these fixed concepts around the cards. It's literally like you have your own support team, your own 24-7 support team. Like you have your financial advisor, your marketing director, you know, your um, assistant, your PR person. Like you literally have this team at the palm of your hands anytime you need them. And, you know, it doesn't have to be this complicated process of choosing your cards. You can just find the ones that resonate with you and you don't even have to know why at this point. So it doesn't even have to be like a traditional happy tarot card. You can have the devil in there or you can have death in there. Whatever you feel like is bursting with that encouraging energy, that card is going to be your biggest fan from now on. Like, imagine how these celebrities or these famous people have all these super fans, the people that will stand by them no matter what, that will love and support their work no matter what, regardless of what the tabloids say or how the media is trying to portray them. Those super fans have their backs. And right now, I want you to know that you have your own spiritual super fans, Loving everything you do, regardless of what happens or what anyone thinks of you. That is the purpose of your support team. And basically, you're going to get to a point where every time you look at your support team, every time you think about your support team, you are immediately reminded of how loved you are, how adored you are, how important you are, and how lovable you are exactly as you are right now. The most important part here is to realize you are important. You are worth something to this world. You matter. There are beings out there that are so eager to be of service to you and to help you on your journey. There are beings out there that see you, the real you, even when sometimes you don't see the greatness in yourself. You matter in this world and you are not alone. Hey guys, I just wanted to pop in here and briefly let you know that we are starting up round two of self-love coaching. So last year I worked with the most amazing people on the planet and we did everything from weight loss and self-esteem to writing a book and healing from our past wounds all through loving ourselves first. And to this day, I still get people reaching out to me saying how they are still reaping the effects of leaning into love on a regular basis and making all their decisions from a place of loving themselves first. So go to selflovetarot.com slash coaching to apply and book your free consult with me. So why is your tarot support team so important? 
Because this is how we begin real change, right? In order for our lives to start to change, something has to change within ourselves. And how our support team can help us is by helping us create new images, new visualizations, new pictures, new messages, new beliefs in our minds. And that is how we start to transform and heal from the inside out. Like, I remember back then when I was first getting started with the tarot, I was struggling with an immense amount of guilt and shame around something that had happened. And I was just feeling so raw and vulnerable at the time. And so I turned to my tarot cards and I pulled out the Queen of Cups. And immediately right then and there, I felt it as if it was being said to me by a real person. And the card said, you are innocent. You are an innocent being of light who is lovable in every way. And those words hit me so deep and helped me to drop the self-shaming spiral right then and there. The Queen of Cups transformed me in that moment and that memory will always be with me. Like if you felt like you've been abandoned by the universe or just like this concept of the universe or God has been feeling stale for you and not resonating with you anymore, which is absolutely normal in any spiritual journey, especially with this past year that we've had too, it's easy for someone to lose faith in all of this. Really, it is. And so if you've been feeling like that, Creating your tarot support team, finding that card that speaks to you at the same level that the Queen of Cups spoke to me in that moment of self-shame and doubt, that will turn things around for you. So you have your cards, you have your support team. These are the cards that resonate with you at such a high level and you have without a doubt in your mind that they are there for you. Imagine your support team. What encouraging things are they telling you? Let those words be the words you use for yourself. You are using these cards that resonate with you and using their beautiful energy to transform you from an authentic and genuine place. Oftentimes those cards gravitate towards you and vice versa because they know exactly what you need to hear often before you consciously know that that's what you've been wanting to hear for a long time. Like for a while, it, for me, regarding the story that I had shared with you in the beginning, the, the message that really I needed to sink into was it's okay to feel all of your feelings. It's okay to feel sad. It's okay to cry. It's okay to feel angry sometimes. And that was the release I needed. So take pictures of your tarot cards and put them on your phone background or lock screen or make a beautiful altar and put them by your bedside. Like I really love using business card holders to prop up my cards so I can see them better. So you can really find lots of ways to interact with them and to... Help yourself know that they're there for you. Meditate with them. Imagine having conversations with them. And just know that, just like everything else in the universe, we are all connected and we are all one. Which means every time you connect with your support team, you are connecting with yourself. You are meeting the parts of yourself that have been wanting to come out and play and be seen. 
honor that. Honor all that arises in this process for you. And so when you're having a terrible start to your day, like your dog has pooped all over your new carpet, which has recently happened for me, (laughs) when you're having a terrible start to your day, consult your tarot support team. And when I mean consult, you don't even have to have the physical cards with you. You just need to call them in your mind. By simply thinking about your tarot support team, you are consulting them and using them at the highest level. Like when you feel like you can't get a break and everything just seems to be going wrong in your day, take a deep breath. Think of your tarot support team. When you've just had your heart broken into a million pieces, maybe by rejection, maybe by a breakup, whatever it is, think of your tarot support team. When you are experiencing a tremendous amount of doubt about the path you're on, think of your tarot support team. When I have a tremendous amount of doubt, and this actually happened to me recently, I felt doubtful about something I decided to do, and it was quite a hearty investment of my time. I thought of the fool, and suddenly I received this vision of me jumping off a cliff into a waterfall and splashing into the water and then servicing up to meet the sun as it like shined down on me, and it felt so exhilarating. And suddenly that moment of doubt was gone and it was replaced by this beautiful sense of meaning and fulfillment in this new commitment of mine. So when you feel like your inner critic is the loudest voice in your head, think of your tarot support team. And as you keep doing this, you will learn to trust and you will learn that no matter what, you are never alone. You are always being guided. You are always being seen and you were always being supported. All right, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. I hope that this idea of creating your own tarot support team really helps you go through whatever you're going through in whatever area in your life you are in. Um, This has definitely revived me a little bit and has given me a lot of faith in tarot and my spiritual journey as well. So... I'm right here with you. So I will talk to you guys later and have a great week.